0: I'm gonna keep you going, y'all <laughs> right here? here we go. Oh, say good morning, good morning, Nick. Good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Bonet, your host. We hear each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Oh, it's a good day, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day here in Dallas, Texas. It's beautiful, wonderful. But a lot of things going on is not so wonderful, but we have to discuss those things and try to solve those problems. But we have to enjoy and thank God for the beauty he has given us personally in our lives. We like to look at things that are going on. Talking about the hottest thing been going is talking about police shootings. You had another one there in North Carolina. Young man trying to get away, drive away, and was shot and killed uh, by the police. Uh, these uh, killings are continuing to happen. Seem like they might have stepped up a notch because it seems as if the police is angry. going to prove that verdict up there in Minneapolis is not going to deter them from their mean, hateful, racist ways. It's just not going to deter them. They seem to be. On it, and let's not take the victory lap about Minneapolis so soon. truly take the victory lap. Yes, we are glad that he was found guilty, but there's sentencing that needs to go on. He might be found guilty and may may not get much time. Amber Geiger, <laughs> look at this. She's back up trying to get her, her, her trying to rehearse so she can get off. So she, she's only been there, what, about a couple of years? So she think. I guess that's enough for her killing an innocent, unarmed man in his own house, not in her house. And she has the nerve to want to get out of that. When are we going to send some real messages to these people? Well, this judge in Minneapolis, in the Sharvic trial, could send a message by giving him the most he could give him. That, that's what it's gonna take. Slaps on the wrist is just what they are. Slap on the wrist, nothing. Things are going, going so bad. And they're getting worse. All these slaps on the wrist need to stop. They need to stop. And we need to go ahead with real punishment. We pay real taxes. We do everything every other American do and has done. We fought in wars. We pay taxes. Yes, we stood up for this country. We made this country and gave it a voice to even criticize other countries by making them change some laws that are here in America. Ah, yes. We made America be able to stand up before the world. And they're sad. They can talk about other countries, talking about independence in other countries, talking about democracy in other countries, They don't want it here in America because you have one party that's trying to steal your right to vote. This is a sad situation. Want to steal your right to vote in a so-called democracy as a republic. But when we see what's going on, we see that we must be about our father's business we love to get a little victory and go to sleep. No, no time for sleeping. No time for relaxing. We must remain vigilant, vigilant at all times. Stay awake to what's going on. We got to. We got to. We got this woman killed. This young man talking about she didn't know the difference between a taser and a 38. God have mercy. But there have been so many killings since the trial verdict came down. How many years you think uh, that judge is going to give Chavez, whatever his name is? How many years will he get? Will he get a full 20, 40, you ought to get as much as they can give him. But what do you think? What do you think about the time that he will spend in prison? <laughs> and if it's a rightful amount of time that fit the crime, then we can start shouting and give our victory lap. But not until then. Not until then, people violate us and don't think they should pay for it. Why should they? We're only black. Why should I pay for killing a black? This is their attitude. Why should I spend time in jail for killing one of them? Yeah, that goes on right now. Let's kill. Let's kill a couple of them. We're not gonna get any time at all. And if we do, it won't be much. We will be able to celebrate this outside of the penitentiary. Oh, it's it's, it's a sad world because they're not gonna stand up for anything. They're not gonna stick together. Send anything out there and separate them. They'll fight over that. And we'll walk away clean. 972-647-1893 972-647-1893 is the number to call for your comments, your questions we want to hear from you this morning your questions, your comments we've got so much going on we have so many things that are happening So many things that are coming down. And we have so much to digest that we need to eat slow. Eat slow, but move fast. Eat slow, eat hardy. But don't enjoy what you're eating because a lot of that might be poisonous. Might be poisonous to us. We have to understand that the, the machine that runs this country is not running it for us. You can call me 972 647 1893. You'd like to speak to this this morning, speak to our situation, speak to the things that are going on around us. Redlining hasn't gone anywhere, no. Uh, None of the other trifling things they've done for to us over the years. They haven't dissipated. But the only thing that's been escalated is the killing of us by police. And I don't know if it's escalated, it's just being, it's being kept. It's been kept under the, uh, you know, undercover. But let me ask you something. Is all our lives so valueless that had it not been for this young lady, Miss Frazier, 17 years old, young girl, had it not been for her and her telephone recording what happened to George Floyd, do you think that the world would have took those people in Floyd's version? Had they told them exactly what happened? You think this nation would have took them serious and and would have would have come up with a conviction? It's something we often always have something extra to even be treated halfway fair. Sometimes we're not even treated fair when it's recorded. Hello, Rodney Rodney King. Why is it we have to have it in black and white or whatever, even if it's color, whatever, for us to believe? We've been telling the world for a long time that these atrocities have been happening to us. But they didn't believe it. Just believe whatever the police say and go on about our business. What if something like this is happening and no camera is around filming everything? Will they get away with it? Or does it have to be on identifiable, identifiable filming in order to get it to get it to court? Uh, to get it tried, it has to be filmed and recorded? I wonder. 972-647-1893. All righty, Jason, who do we have? We have a call from Bill. All righty. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Pastor
1: Barney. How are you this morning, sir?
0: Fine. How are you?
1: Okay, okay. Always great, Bill. You know, you show. Can you bring him up I've a little? Lunch. I can barely hear you. Yes, I've got one thought about that. That's part of, you know that they're they're, they're passing laws,
0: whatever, it is, but bulletin, state to the to dominate states to keep people from filling the police. Yeah. Oh, they are doing yeah. everything on the local level because we did not go to the That's polls in 2010, and true. they That's took right. all these state houses, and the, and where so, a lot of this racist jive is really cutting up is in state houses
2: yes I
1: we were good. and it's my fault too because I didn't pay attention as much now it's too late now because they're in power but when does the next election come up
0: 2022 yes uh okay. and 20 wait a minute 20 should be 2022 should be next year 2020 okay,
1: mm-hmm. That's what I thought. but We need to really, really, really push and concentrate on getting these jokers out of there. Good
0: night. They're They're, they're, they're doing more harm than... Well, we'll have double duty to try to hold on to the Democratic Senate in 2022 and and try to take over these state houses where a lot of mess is going on. These narrow-minded... governors they have in this and uh, attorney generals in these states uh, they, they're really they're killing us in these state houses that's why they're trying to awesome? steal they're trying to steal our vote and everything in those state houses so and this they, is where the lines are drawn and gerrymandering will be taking place in those state houses so we must be about our father's business in the state house. We must. We yeah.
1: must. We must do that. I, mm-hmm. You know, I just heard, I read that the other day, and it's just, and I'm going, well, what else can we, they can do anything they want to do. They're empowered all those state houses. Yeah. You know, it's just, they pass one race, but mm-hmm. their agenda is race against them. Yeah. And this, this, this is what we, it's my fault, uh, I, you know, I'll let this go by, you know, and, and as far as I'm concerned, I didn't really pay attention to it, but
0: uh, I am now. You know, it's never too late. I know that's right. Because that's we true. relaxed because Obama was elected in eight, took office in nine, right. and because Obama was president, well, we can go home and relax now. No. That's that that right. just gave us an opportunity right. to truly go to work. But he we did exactly right,
1: they became they became aware, and what now? The President Obama got elected twice, and, and they it, it was their agenda to take the state house to make sure you
2: mm-hmm.
1: won't be able to do
2: anything. That's
0: right.
1: But anyway, it's never too late. We can change things.
0: All right, we're gonna have to, but we're gonna have Thank to you. get out and vote. Yes. Sir. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right that clears the line 972-647-1893 is the number to call 972-647-1893 already when we begin to see what's happening around us do we even fear for the next generation are they being taught are they being taught how to govern? Do they think governing is nothing but going in there, making you some money, taking some money, under the table, let the power structure pay us, and make some money and, and come out, we've been successful? Is this what the next generation is all about? I wonder about this. But have we taught, and brought other politicians on. I wonder. 972 right, Jason, who do we have? We have a call from Casey Thomas. All righty. Good morning, Casey. Good
1: morning, Pastor Boynette. How
0: you doing? I'm fine. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. Doing great. Just wanted to let you listeners know a couple of things. Number one, early voting is going on. Uh-huh. The elections are taking place I want to make especially sure know you can't vote Today polls open at 8 o'clock Today polls at 5 and tomorrow They're open from 1 to 6 so This is just what I wanted to let you know I was made aware about the community about this, As you know We're seeing so many individuals Who have been shot and killed With these toy guns And so uh-huh. I was made aware That we're starting to see these pop up once again In our local convenience uh, stores I talked with the city attorney's office yesterday. Mm-hmm. The senior attorney let me know was there was an ordinance and a ban a restriction that was put in place um, and that was a public uh use. But that particular ordinance which was which was uh led by uh, the late council member Leo Cheney, that mm-hmm. ordinance was only included ice cream shop, uh those you know, those uh mobile uh, ice cream truck. That's what it right. is. Ice cream truck. So what I'm talking to him about mm-hmm. is including convenience stores and restricting the sale of those at convenience stores. Definitely okay. in our community, you can, even if they have the, you know, the little tip painted red, you can always go back and paint that black and silver. So that, that, that's not going to really help us in our community. But if we restrict oh, them being able to sell the in our community, in our convenience centers, we, we, won't, we won't have these tragic uh, 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 killings that's been happening by, you know, black, especially black males, young black males in our community.
0: Well, what, what what's the young man's name that was in Cleveland, Ohio, that went to the park with that toy gun, and before the police officer could case anything, get anything done, he pulls up and just shoots him. Yeah. And the gun yeah, was a toy. 13-year-old 13,
1: 13 boy. I yeah.
2: His
0: name. Right. Just a kid. Yeah. Somebody calling, him. Uh, give us the name. I a, uh, Jason, can you pull that up right quick for me? And uh, this was a sad situation. This was a, a kid, and when they showed the picture of him, he couldn't have been mistaken for an adult. He didn't look anything like an adult. And before know. the policeman could get there and, you know, wait things out and see what's going on, he was shooting. Yep. It's it's one of those things. It's, it's just sad. Uh, Is that Tamir Rice? Yeah, Tamir Rice. Tamir Rice. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, it's one of those things that we just, I don't know, it makes your heart bleed. See a child, a small child, get shot down like that. And he's playing with a toy. something we all played with as kids. Everybody got little cap pistols and everything else and played with those. But this was, for me, it's been 65, 70 years ago. But police didn't shoot us. (laughs) We were playing with a toy gun. They didn't shoot us. But I'm out of time, completely out of time, Casey. Thank you for your call. All right. Uh, that clears the line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We'll be right back.
2: Just
3: give your love and life to God; he give it back of mind. I don't know that.
0: Ah, all, all right, we're back. We're back. You can call us at 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Up, uh, up next, we have Reverend Wright. Reverend Wright, all righty. Good, good morning, preacher. Uh, is he is he on the line? Is his line open? Yes, sir. Yeah, he's, you, he's yeah, on the You can hear me? Yes, sir, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you well.
1: Okay, good morning. I, I, I'm, how you doing this morning?
0: Fine, how are you doing this morning?
1: I'm doing good, Pastor. And of course, uh, I want to thank you and the other pastors and for all of us who did a little protest for that officer who was wrongly, being treated very wrongly. But I wanted to also comment on, quickly uh, on some that the uh, comments you just made. First of all, what counseling, uh, uh, Casey Thompson just talked about Peter Johnson and I over 10 or 15, 20 years ago went to California and protested and stopped them from making fake guns that look like real guns. Yeah. We told them they can make fake guns, but don't let them look like real guns. Do the image differently. And we stopped it. And I don't know when they they started back to making those those toy guns look like real guns. But we stopped that a while back. And I don't know what brought that back into play.
0: But I'm more concerned about how did they begin that mentality that little kids might be shooting real guns at them? Because we always had, you know, we always had our cap pistols, our stick horses, and and hats, and and police see us all day, (laughs) wave at us, and wave at them, and there was no shooting. See, Did there's a mentality why, that has been developed in this country to kill children. Well, you know why,
1: Pastor? Because when we were growing up, we mm-hmm. played games like Monopoly, Scramble, Basketball, Baseball. Mm-hmm. They started these kids are being growing up, half of them were being raised by the television and these computer games that all they playing is killing people and yeah. shooting and killing things.
0: Yeah. But back then, we had Long Ranger, Roy Rogers and Gene Autry that, and all of them, we, we watch television. It's a mentality that is developed in, on these police forces that, uh, there's a particular city around here. They, well, he was he was a, a police officer in that city. And this, this man used to boast about the only, the, the way you get high there on that police department, that's actually, can you kick N words behind? If you can do that, we'll hire you. I'm familiar. You, with know, that. you know, other words were used. Yeah. See, that. that you know what, mm-hmm.
1: we don't have, you know, one of the media stations that we do have. And until we get media stations out there where we can educate our people and not just talk about it, but yeah. do something about it. And oh yeah. First of all, you know it, it means we got to come back together as a people first, and until we do, we're going to continue to go through these young generations don't know anything if they haven't been taught anything, no. and that was all by design when they did the old Roman tactic divide and comfort yeah. So they're not being taught. They all fired up, like you said. They don't. They don't believe. It. They believe that that, yeah, if you run for political office, it's about money on the table, because you know what? The political politics that we have had in these offices for the last, some of them 20 and 30 years, we haven't held them accountable, and they haven't done one darn thing for us. So why
0: would no people say that? Well, see, here's what. We've allowed a generation to grow up that's inept, lethargic, apathetic, and we are. And believe me, they're running for office. I've never seen so many people running for city council in my life in, in Dallas. Yeah, I've never seen as many yeah. people. But if you question the average one that's running a new, their minds are totally blank when it comes to doing what needs to be done to really perform well in that office. They don't have a clue. They don't have an idea. They don't have any knowledge of the tricks that the power structure will be playing on them to work against our community. But the uh, only thing they can see is, well, they may make a nickel or a dime out of this thing. Well, imagine,
1: you, um, Pastor, shouldn't the Eddie Beneath Johnson, the John Wiley Prices, the Roy Swift, all of them that have been there for many years, and I'm not going to say they ain't done nothing for so, because they haven't, shouldn't they be training somebody to pass the baton to why we can't pass to the baton so when they die we don't have to struggle like we struggle in South Dallas now as Hispanic City Council person. And the mm-hmm. majority of people in South Dallas are, are, are black. Yeah. But why see, why can't take why can't can they not to why can't they get ready to pass the baton to the next generation so we can continue to get better?
0: Well, here's what. Here's the way I look at it. Uh preacher, who passed the baton you? Nobody. You just got yeah, out there, can't you can't saw can't the need, can't. and went to work.
1: Yes, I did, but I also pastor, had the Lee Alcorn and the Al that were training and talking. And I was able to open doors they were able to walk
0: through. Well, no one passed the baton, baton to me. And I got you. You, you stepped out there. I went on out there. You don't have to pass me a baton. i I, I get in the race. Yep. And, well, and these children should—that the, 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 should be an initiative now. That hey, you see what's happening. You know right from wrong, and if you know right from wrong, and you see what's happening, get out there and make something else happen. That's here's my
1: thing, Pastor. What me and you doing is not political, but we dealing with them politics when they get wrong. Oh yeah, so we- when mm-hmm. that young Dominique Alexander tried to start out in front of me mm-hmm. and I let him know if you going to do protests and things of that nature if you're not accomplishing anything you like pissing in the wind yeah. so stop doing protests if you can't accomplish something yeah. and that was me just telling them how things are being done because we did protest that
0: did accomplish yeah things. when we protest so we had a goal we had a goal in mind exactly. that we would reach to exactly. get something out of our protest oh yeah
1: exactly Mm-hmm. But until we come together with action and we don't, like I said, we did that, pro- we did the uh, press office the other day and I thank you for being there and all of the guys for being there because mm-hmm. what they did to the officer was wrong and we threw them up. It is us. so wrong. wonderful so media station showed it. They didn't show that long because they don't ever want to see, they don't ever want to show, and, they, and I know they're getting mad at me, but we got black people that work at these news states. They don't ever want to show more than four or five black men standing together. And you know me and you have done several press
0: conferences. Oh, how have God. mercy But here's what, here's what, you have to be careful. We're in Dallas, watching these protests, for the simple fact, they're trying to get an ethnic thing started in Dallas. Oh, yes, they're using a certain group of people, ethnic people, to work against us, and that would divide and conquer the city. For them, they just take everything and run with it. I know them. Yes, they they, they're are. being they, yes, they're This right. fellow just got to town and had fired this man when the chief before him, she was a black woman, didn't fire him because she said there was not enough evidence. And when he fired the man and they went out and researched behind his firing, they found out it was not enough evidence to fire this man. But he went so on to do it, ethical. trying to please certain people because exactly. he was and new. Right. You're right about that, Beth, and
1: that was unethical for them to do that, and that was wrong for them to do that. And as a part of the Oversight Board Commission, I'm going to bring it up because had this been a black man a black woman or a white woman, would he have made those
0: statements? No, he would not have. No, 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 no. See, that's one thing we always had to do. And back in the days in the 80s when we did make some strides, we had to always think a step ahead of them. You yes, always yes. have to outthink them. And we getting yes, politicians now yes, yes. that don't really think at all, they're just doing things.
1: Tell me about it, money.
0: Yeah. Well, Pastor, what can we do to,
1: to start getting us together and talking about helping the next generation so we can educate them and let them go forward?
0: Well, we can call for forums and then we'll announce it and teach them, try to teach them the trickery, the tricks that have been played on us as they're still trying to play them. Because remember, well, them in Dallas, you have a lot of right. rascals in Dallas. Yeah. Then,
1: let's get that done, Pastor,
0: because Kathy speaks louder than words. Yeah. Well, we need to get them together. Let them identify well, themselves.
1: Together. I'm going to get with you on that. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get with you on that. God bless you. Thank you for all you do.
0: All right. Thank you, sir. All right. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have uh, coming? Uh, up next, Miles. we have Ike. All right, Ike, all righty. Good morning, Ike. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? I'm doing great.
1: I'm so glad y'all talking about politics and education in Mm -hmm. the same, uh, you know, venue because, uh, we got a lot of politics going on with education. I was looking at Reverend Wright and, you know, talking about passing the baton, but, uh, as you said, Reverend Barnett, uh, we didn't have to wait for the time to get passed. We just got in mm-hmm. and moved with the movement. But all these youngsters now coming in, they got their own agenda, their own movement, and uh, and they don't understand the fight that was fought to get us to the point where we already are. Mm-hmm. They feel like there's no progress, but they're the beneficiaries of that progress. And mm-hmm. I was uh, that's right. So I've been he- I've been helping uh a, a trustee, uh trying to get people to understand that closing schools in the African American community is not a good idea. And when you're talking about passing the baton, you got two youngsters that come in, got on the school board, and a board of trustees, and they don't understand closing schools in South Dallas and closing schools in Oak Cliff is not helping us. We need resources for our kids. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get big nine yeah, buildings, but we crowd too many kids into these businesses. Now, DIA, got a $2 billion bond package. We started passing these huge bond packages, but we are packed, closing up our schools, but we're opening up smaller schools for other ethnicities, and they are benefiting and what we are doing is, when you close the school in the black community, the people move out because of poor education. The developers come in, buy the land, and redevelop it so the rest of the people that didn't move can't afford the tax base it coming in. And that's part of just the protection.
0: Yeah, well, that it, that's that's one of that's one of the pillars in gentrification right it, it's okay. always anytime in. somebody looking to buy a home and everything in me- most cases they look trying to find out what's the closest school is it a good school uh right. will my child do well in that school and all of that and then they should be doing that but well, We're I'm, not. We, they are trying to close schools down in our community and open them up for others. Uh well, remember, it, It's a sad situation.
1: Right. If mm-hmm. you look at the difference of what happened with experience. Now Miss Forman is experienced.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: She
1: went in and fought by herself and got the money done to remodel Carter. If you go over to Carter High School and just about every classroom has been touched. With this new remodeling innovation, they mm-hmm. go over the South Pole trip because the youngsters feel like they have to watch over the money and they know they know how the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. They got the money, but only thing they got was stucco. They didn't get what they wanted. They got a big old nice gym and a football field, but the classrooms got outdated.
0: Yeah, a- you have several classrooms that hadn't been touched. And yeah. They ain't
1: gonna get touched.
0: And because the 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 poison is still in the school. It's why? still there. Because, uh uh you putting a band-aid on cancer. Didn't. Yes.
1: Well because they didn't
0: know how to go in mm-hmm. and work with the
1: woman that got experience at a church state that been dealing with this kind of uh uh power structure in Dallas for fifty years, but they come out of there and they've been on the scene for fifty minutes mm-hmm. and they know everything.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: we got a problem. So Closing a large MP and sending those kids over to Bushman and mm-hmm. sending the new Bushman and crowding all those kids that need help, they need tutoring, they need computers. And we go back and look, and talk about two grade schools, but look what GIS did when it came out with virtual learning. They missed the whole fifth grade class when it came down. The laptop. Mm-hmm. The whole fifth grade thing. So, mm-hmm. I, I, somebody, and I rest my case, but I, I'm for the young people, but the young people are going to have to learn that we are not against them, and quit that the power structure turn them against us. That's and
2: they're
1: right. They're becoming part of the problem because they think we the enemy, and they're really becoming the enemy to innovation and equality because, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to tell you this. Last week, Trustee Johnson said that George Foreman voted against an equity commission.
2: Mm-hmm. He lied. He lied.
1: I'm just going to tell him I ain't going to say he misspoke. I'm saying he lied because he knew that him and the board removed the black man from that position to put a black woman in there without experience so they can control her. That's why he voted against it. Because she had a better person already in there that had on-the-job training. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and these guys, they go up there and they go to this mm-hmm. little leadership ISD where these people teach them how to lead us. And that's the problem. Yeah. They teach them our leaders how to lead our community. With uh, Umar, Umar Johnson said, we don't have leaders, we got managers, and they training them to manage us. That's well, thank right. you for
0: taking my call. All right. We thank you. Thank you for your call. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Like
2: you said,
0: Uh, all right, for our third segment, 972 647 189 is the number to call? Who do we have on, Jason? We have a call from Tony. Tony? Okay. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, man. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning, Tony? All
1: right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did want to pick up with the ISC and back uh, Johnson when he called in last week. I hope you're listening right now.
2: I mm-hmm. hope he come
1: in and, I hope, I hope he come in and, and feel show.
2: Mm-hmm. I know he's
1: not, but I hope he does. Anyway, I listened to what he said. And you asked a the question. He got involved with in his children when he was pissed off. When the, when the pipes were bad. You asked, you know, what happened before then? And he couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that, that's a sad case because you run for office, if you don't even know about the of uh, and all mm-hmm. that before it. So in other words, you've been in office two, two years or for how long you've been in, and mm-hmm. you don't even know the history. And you wanted to the ISP. Yeah. And the fact that it was, and the fact that is this. I like, um uh the color mm-hmm. All they did was stucco on the outside of the stock. Yeah. Now that Van that, that the buildup itself was a beautiful building outside. It, it, it was a tactical building, mm-hmm. but guess what? He did the marching, he, he, he was the face that, that he perceived was the face of the marching and the kids. Now he's elected. Now, mm-hmm. I dare him to come on your show personally personally and have a conversation about the inside of the outside of the city, and, I, and, I, and, and it's true. Mm-hmm. The thing is this, so, I actually listen to part of the, uh, the meeting. I let me say clearly, I don't live in Dallas. I went to Kimber High School. I currently live in Soto. Mm-hmm. So, I, listen, I listen to the, the school board meeting. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what it appears is this. The trade-off is this. The trade-off is going to close two schools, get a brand new school, mm-hmm. and then we're going to name it after, uh, 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 Albert Black, who's a black businessman. To appease the, the crowd and say, hey, number one, okay, so you, you, you didn't build uh, a new school in South Southern Dallas. Mm-hmm. Number two, we're going to name it after a, a, a gentleman who has made his bones and money in Dallas. Oh, so in other words, you're going to close two schools.
0: Huh? Just to give and, one the name after black.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and, and the kids in it. And you know what? He should defend that. Now, yeah. now my thing is this. The solution is this. Open a brand new school there. Open a brand new school there. I'm saying, continue that part. Don't close two school schools to, to make up that. Yeah. Now that that now that's a solution. He, didn't, yeah. he never he never offered a solution. I don't. He calls in. I often people call him to tell him to call in because last time he called in too late. And so the thing is, this he might be a preacher. And Lord knows, I can't question those those conditions. But when you become in a political arena. And your word, your credibility is online. Mm-hmm. And guess what? God says, "Can't serve the masters." I'm, I'm holding the Bible. Can't serve two. Now, if you gonna serve North Dallas and no white folks, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but if, but if, if you for us, be for us. Don't don't be on the photo ops and all the other stuff you're doing.
0: Tony, saying, you are like, aware of what's going on. You're aware. You. I just have to give you that credit, man. You're aware of what's going on. They they use us to get us. That's all I got to say. All righty. Uh, who do we have next? Uh, We're going to go to Leon. Leon. All right. Good morning, Leon.
2: Uh, all right. Well, I guess we go to Bo now.
0: Good, good morning, Bo. How you doing? Fine, how are you? I'm doing fine. Mm-hmm. Go right here.
1: Okay. The reason why I, the reason why I called in, I'm not from Dallas. I'm from Milwaukee, West County. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I called in was because I, I uh came here to Dallas because my wife got uh family here and I sat outside my hotel today because I got here like six o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing is right here. I feel like the the older generation did something to us where we we can't do nothing back. And when I say that right there, I say this I say, say this. I say say like like Everything that we do right now is based on everything that we have done in the past. I talked to my grandmother the other day, and I asked her what, what was her history, you know, like, growing up. She didn't even ask me. She didn't even tell me, like, like my grandma was born in 1944. She was born in nineteen ninety history. It's, uh... In his era, but well, she couldn't even tell me what, what was going on then.
0: Whose era, you say?
1: My grandmother.
0: Uh, she couldn't tell you the history of her era?
1: Uh, mathematics. Mathematics, my grandmother was, my great grandmother was born in, uh, Marcus Garvey. She was born in 1910. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't tell me anything about Marcus Garvey. My great, my, my, my grandmother couldn't tell me anything about mathematics. So when I when I when I finally became awoken, it was more like you know I had to find out the history myself. I had to search for it myself, and then when I asked about it, it was almost like a mystery. So I feel like the the time that's going on with, with most people, with most young people, is that they don't even know what's going on.
0: Well, going on. you're right. Uh African African American uh. history should have been taught. To everyone in America, a long time ago, we wouldn't be having these problems because they would, everyone would realize the contributions that we all have made to make this country great. And the African American was an intricate part in this. The work with the free labor that we did while we were made slaves and uh, the things that have gone on, the, ingenious things that we've done, the inventions that we've made, many of the inventions that they enjoy today was done by African Americans. People would understand better. But because others saw fit not to teach it because they wanted to discriminate against us and keep it just the way it is now. Don't blame your grandmother only for not knowing a lot of things because she was once a child just like you and she was not taught in her schools these particular uh, subjects, and it's a shame if it didn't happen, but we need to get aboard now. Are you teaching your children history? Yes,
2: I'm teaching uh,
0: my Wonderful.
1: Wonderful. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not blaming anybody for it. But well,
0: I'm that's, that's what you did way. when you first came on. You blamed no, no, the no, generation no, no, no. for not teaching y'all.
1: I didn't say I blamed anybody for it. What I said was, I blamed the fact that we don't teach the actual truth of what's going on between
0: our youth. Well, now, blame, blame was your that. second word then. You did. You said you keep using the term blame. I'm listening. Can you hear Can y'all hear? I can't hear you, sir. All right, go to another man. I can't hear. You. Okay. Right, who do we have next? We have a call from Joyce Foreman. All righty. Good, Good morning. Good morning, Trustee Foreman. Morning. How are you this morning?
3: I want to say that we need more people in the community who are aware of what is going on, like Mm Ike, Dean, and Tony. Oh, Tony doesn't live in Dallas. He's very much in tune to what is happening.
0: Yes, uh, he's grand. Yeah, he doesn't live in, but he keeps up with what's what's going on here. And I really uh,
3: appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Because uh, last week, and you remember um, Susie Johnson called in mm-hmm. and said I wasn't being truthful so I went out and uh, had an opportunity to get the administration to answer some questions regarding what was happening with the I.G.M.P. and with W.W. Uh, Bushman
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, the, the first question that I asked them was did they send out notifications to parents uh, regarding the meeting that Trustee Johnson had on March the 9th,
2: mm-hmm.
3: the answer to that question was no, they did not. Uh, mm-hmm. Then um, I asked the Board Services Office if they were the ones who put on the meeting for Trustee Johnson on March the 9th. Mm-hmm. They had no, uh, they only set up the meeting and printed a flyer. The trustee Johnson ran that meeting himself. Mm-hmm. I've asked on several occasions for trustee Johnson uh, to uh, let us know who was in attendance of that meeting because it's important that the community people be involved in what you're trying to do to change the community. Some of you known me for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I actually uh, protested against Uh, Trustee Nettall when she was a trustee and uh, 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 the other trustee Lou Mm -hmm. for closing school but but when I got on the board we moved uh, ahead of that and began to work together to try to figure out what can we do best and we became good partners in the fight Uh for public education for African American children Mm -hmm. Uh, I have tried to work with um, both new trustees, Justin Henry and Maxie Johnson. Mm-hmm. And the, the problem is, is that they are involved with the, the reformers for the school district and they're leaving our children behind. Uh-huh. They, have a, they have a playbook. They meaning the reformers have a playbook that they're using. And so they're consolidating our schools. Mm -hmm. Uh, and packing all of our kids in a building, but they are creating uh, new schools for other people uh, and they are actually smaller schools.
0: Are you saying they're discriminating against uh, black children?
3: I believe so. If you
0: look
3: at research, research shows that smaller class sizes and smaller schools uh, help the children more academically. Right. That's what research
0: says. Well, that's that's, that's that's almost never common sense. The smaller right. a class, the more attention each student can get. The well, smaller the class.
3: Have, why do you think you have bilingual and ESL? Mm-hmm. They're yes. smaller class sizes. Yeah. Uh, and so, so I am for our children, but clearly I am fighting for African American children. That's right. And it makes absolutely no sense to continue to combine our schools, just as they did with H.S. Thompson and J.J. Rose in South Dallas.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And now we're doing it with Elijah M.P. and W.W. Bush and Bushman. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you it's the same playbook because in South Dallas, they didn't have a meeting either and went ahead. Finally, we did get a meeting. Wait,
0: you're saying the parents was not uh, forewarned that- about the, this merger of these schools?
3: So, there's no, there's no record. And if Trustee e. Johnson is listening, I hope he calls in and tells us who was at his meeting that he had on March tonight, mm-hmm. the ninth. that were parents for, uh, for students in those schools or lived in that immediate community. I don't want to talk about the SOC alumni. I don't want to talk about the Roosevelt alumni. I want to talk about the people who live in that neighborhood that have mm-hmm. children in that school and they should be made aware. Uh, you probably remember when they were trying to close Mark Twain? I had Oh trouble. yes.
0: Oh yes. So, oh yes. In that, in that school
3: mm-hmm. so that the people in that neighborhood could come and talk about what was going on. But they tried you Better to believe Daniel it. Webster, when they tried to. Daniel
0: Webster, I did the same thing. When they tried to close Carpenter, I did the very same thing, and all three of those schools are still open. Well, we're going to have to realize this something you said, you know, you wish people were more aware of what was going on. That we have some people that's running DISD now that is not really uh, as much on. Our side is past administrations, what I'm talking about, years back. These these administrations now and these board meetings, these trustees, are just as biased against African-American children as they were 40 years ago. We're going to have to uh, uh, believe it and accept it. It's true. I dealt with DISD 40 years ago. They are just as backwards against the, our children as they were 40 years ago.
3: When I spoke out at the board meeting, mm-hmm. there was only one other trustee that showed some concern. Mm-hmm. Only one.
0: Is that right?
3: They showed some concern. And, and I, I do appreciate that trustee um, mm-hmm. because um, at least he heard what I was saying. The African American trustee of uh, Virtually didn't say anything because it was already plain uh, that they were going to do what they wanted to do without me. So they knew they had to vote.
0: But oh, this was just a dog and pony show.
3: I can tell you. Yeah, well, they, they knew they had to vote. But, but I can tell you, I did vote against it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: I voted against it for all the reasons that we've spoken about today and we talked about last week. It's not best for children. And the African American community is going to have to wake up and make sure that we are engaged. And we are trying to to get the best for our kids. Mm -hmm. We can't let them make small schools for other kids, but pack our kids in one school talking about a new building.
0: Which we're really, we are declining on learning. Yes.
3: So you can get a new building without all of it. If Trustee Johnson had come to me and said, we want a new building for peace or W.W. Or Bushman. I would have fought with him. I will not fight for consolidation. Mm-hmm. We got I you. I would have fought with him.
2: Mm-hmm. All no, right. Anyway,
3: I, just, I just wanted to make those points. And again, uh, Tony and Iceman, mm-hmm. bless you. You're, you're on All
0: bless right.
3: everybody, for allowing me to talk.
0: Thank you. That the line, 972 Who do we have? All right, we have a call from Maxie Johnson. All righty. Good morning, Trustee Johnson.
1: Yes, how you doing?
0: Fine, how are you?
1: i wonderful and blessed this morning. Thank
0: mm-hmm.
1: you. Mr. Mm-hmm. I'm getting calls from the community, so I tapped in the phone call. I want to address a few things here very quickly before you run out of time. Mm-hmm. Prior far me becoming become the school board trustee, the community had a meeting about the Elijah MPs and W.W. Bush from merger two years ago. It was called the Long Range Master Plan that the Dallas IC administration brought out to the community. That to that, those meetings were held. Minister Dominique Alexander was a part of that for those meetings, along with the parents and the community. No less officials would support that meeting, only the community, because we didn't want it to be politicized. Not only that, but the racial equity deputy chief, Miss Dr. Quinn, was a part of those meetings, along with the former, uh, uh, chief of staff, which is Mrs., uh, Dr. Ellen Gause. She was also a part, a chief of school, Dr. Ellen Gause.
0: What, what so did we, you mean by politicized?
1: Well, they didn't want no, um, they didn't want no trustees in the meeting. The community wanted to be a community meeting with no political people. They wanted to have a heart to heart talk. I was not included in that meeting because I was not the trustee at that time. That was over, that was about two years ago.
0: Mm -hmm. I was not the trustee. Who was the trustee at that time in our district? And he didn't attend? No. no, 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 Was he he informed about
1: that meeting? I believe he was informed about the meeting, but there was a community meeting. Minister Dominique Alexander. And Dr. Sharon Quinn, the deputy chief of racial equity, was in those meetings with the community. I was not the trustee then. But
0: now, I, does I, that I, make sense I'm, to hold a meeting on the person that will have uh, who will have to vote that thing in, not to invite that person to leave that person out? Well, What, was, what kind of a, meeting is that?
1: As a PTA president... When I was a D.J. president at South Oak Cliff High School and a vice chair for the 5 based decision-making meeting, we had many meetings, and the and the elected officials was well,
0: not there. It was called community meetings. Now, we was was money going to be spent, sir? Was money going to be spent? Absolutely. We, well, we, who's we, who's going to have to who's going to have to vote for that money to be spent?
1: The community votes
0: for that money. No, so, they don't. They The community don't, don't, don't vote, vote directly for money to be spent, does, does, man. The, the That's your vote. trust. where your trustee come in. They must be informed uh, on what, what what you're doing there if money is going to be spent. Let, let, not,
1: not spend for that. Let me finish, please, because a lot has been said, and I ran out of time last time. Trustees vote for but the community have discussions, a lot of discussions, some with the trustee, and they invite the trustee. Some, they just have community meetings. We've done that plenty of times. It's
0: not the first time that, that we've done that. But there, well, I tell you what, we're going to hold you on. I'm going to bring you back after 8 o'clock, after the 8 o'clock break. All right, we'll be 972-647-1893 is the number to call. And then we'll be right back.
3: Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change People of the world today are fading All of us have our ups and downs You better think about it or you won't be around What we need is a little bit of love Sent by one from
0: heaven up above Take a seat and All right, we're back and ready After our number two Inviting you tomorrow morning, 930 Mary Ann Barnes Sr. Uh, on Facebook tomorrow morning Tune in for Heavenly Joy Church Tomorrow morning, 930. On the line with us is Dallas School Board Trustee, uh, Mr. McGraw. It's Reverend Maxie Johnson. And uh, uh, Reverend Johnson, you there? I'm still here, Brother,
1: uh, Barnett, Reverend Barnett. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, Maxie, <laughs> you yeah. said money was going to be spent, and if money going to be spent, this is going to have to be vo- voted on, Right.
1: It, it goes through the board to vote. Yes, sir.
0: But you it's don't happening. want your board member there to represent you correctly on what y'all asking for?
1: Well, when, when you come into a meeting, you can't have or you can't. I do invite my my colleagues to come to my meeting. They have been in my meeting. But you can't have everyone there because that it becomes a quorum and it's against the law. It breaks the rules.
0: Well, so have my, well, now, there are some rules that, that might. Please let me in. Your, your trustee is always welcome.
1: Yes, the trustee is always welcome, but you cannot have a forum. You, so you cannot have a forum. If I invite four trustees, including myself, that's five. That's a forum. We can't do that. But I do invite all the. Trustees. i, I was
0: not talking about you know five. I'm talking about the trustee for that particular district. That one trustee you had said that was uh, trustee Johnson. Okay. Uh, yes, sir. Lou, I'm sorry, Lou Blackburn, and. uh you say you didn't invite?
1: Rem Barnett, please let me explain. That's all I'm
0: asking. Mm-hmm.
1: When we have PCA meetings and, and people that are PCA presidents and chairs and vice chairs and site we based, have, we have plenty of meetings without the trustee being right. there. When the community asks the trustee to come, we do show up. We also have meetings and we include the entire community that we serve, the entire district that we serve. So, I have never excluded any comm- any member in District 5 concerning a community meeting. That is incorrect information. Well, you
0: boasted about your uh, trustee was not there. That's what got me on that track. That's
1: not boasting, sir. Just to say that when I was a PCA president, that we had site based decision making vice chair, we had meetings that, the, that our trustee, Dr. Blackburn, was not there at that time. So, you They're didn't want
0: boasting. politics in there.
1: No, no. The community before I became a trustee, the community with Reverend Dominique Alexander, they had a meeting before I became the trustee. Mm -hmm. And that community said they didn't want any elected officials. They wanted to talk within the community themselves. That's Mm -hmm. their choice if they want to do that. Mm -hmm. I was not the trustee then. That was what well, he did to me. So if you want to ask him, you can contact Minister Dominique Alexander and the community, and they can tell you why they did that prior to me becoming the trustee. But, wait,
0: wait, wait, I, but were you all working towards something that would have to be voted on and passed by the Board of Trustees?
1: When I was PTA president at santo Cliff High School and the vice chair for the site-based decision making, Yes, there were things that came up that need to be voted on, but we, the community, will have community meetings, and then we will say, it's time now to talk to our trustees. So we will have meetings with Mm -hmm. our trustees, and then we will have meetings with the trustees. Mm -hmm. Every PTA has done that. They have, we have our community.
0: Oh, I'm I'm very, I'm very aware of PTA meetings and everything that goes on with with the school. But. we don't
1: run out of time. But uh, Elijah, please, I'm not closing any school. That's number one. So we're getting a $31 million school. This school, Elijah and, and W and W.W. Bushman, is 30 seconds from each other. We're getting a $31 million state-of-the-art school. We're merging. We are repurposing. W.W. Bushman and Elijah Pease will come together. $31 million school. This going to be a theme school. Mm-hmm. Science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Mm-hmm. With the focus on financial literacy,
0: so he both both buildings will, will survive, right? right?
1: With the existing with the existing Elijah MP school, that's going to be a free k center, and it's going to be free for our parents that are struggling, our black and brown parents that are struggling that can't afford daycare. We're going to help them out, so we're not closing any school down. We're giving us both
0: buildings support. will still stand, right?
1: Both buildings will still stand. The current Elijah MPs will be a pre-K setup for struggling parents at right. Daycare. Mm-hmm. And then W.W. Bushman will be named Albert C. Black, a $31 million being through. And the community, we is going, we're going to have several community meetings with the architect. And the community and the parents, along with the principal, staff, and children, will help design this building. $31 million in the community. I came in this seat We've been asking for people for the administration to build uh new buildings and nice buildings in the black community. And now we're getting mm-hmm. it done. We're not closing a school. We are giving our community what they asked for a brand new school. They always get brand new schools in North Dallas. And so I'm fighting for our black and brown community. And we're getting a $31 million state-of-the-art elementary school esteemed through science, technology, engineering, art, and math at, at the new Albert D. Black uh, School and repurposing the Elijah M.P. School uh, for as a pre-K center. We you you see you,
0: you're a purchasing truck, it. You, purchase, uh, you say you're purchasing the Elijah M.P. Sir?
1: It's gonna, if we purposely, yes, it's gonna be a free case center. We got parents, black and brown parents, black and brown mothers, mm-hmm. that are trying to make it, that can't afford daycare. I know, I've been there as a single, I raised my son, and you know this, my kid a single black man. So I know the struggle that our parents have, single parents. And for them to have an opportunity to have a kid, their kids dropped off, free of charge, not, not charge them, their struggle, especially our black parents, is, mm-hmm. is, is, what we're talking, equity. Well, so this, this notion and this, this information, that this, remember one day I have not been on your, my name has not been mentioned on this show this much since I've been in the trustee for two years. The only reason why this is happening is because I'm running for city council. And Ms. George Foreman has made it clear she's going to do everything to defame my name concerning this particular uh, election. That has been made clear. You, so it is you far,
0: say you're running for I'm city council?
1: Yes, and that's why this is happening.
0: And you're on the school board too?
1: You know you can't be on the school board. If, if I win this election, I will not be on the school board. I would be the oh, But you're not
0: going to resign uh, until you see if you're going to win this election, right? My
1: my my seat is not up until next year. I have the mm-hmm. three term seat, so it's my it's not up until next year. The same thing. You
0: gon' you gonna hold two seats?
1: You can't hold two seats. It's against the law. You know that, Doc. You know that. Law
0: I law mean, has. but you're saying it, it's not up but till next you know, year, but but this election is this hold. year.
1: Bordette, you cannot hold two seats if i win the election,
0: you're gonna resign I
1: have to leave. i would have to i have to resign as the school boy club seat mm-hmm. serve at the city council that's the only reason why these that that certain people are trying to uh misinform the community and defame my name it's because i'm running for this seat this the city council District for that's the truth i've never hit a meeting i've never hit anything i'm i'm a community activist and a pastor. I've mm-hmm. never mistreated my community. And for them to get on this radio station. And mm-hmm. you've been knowing me and my whole family for all my life. But so mm-hmm. for that to be said and done it's wrong. It's
0: well y- you have to come on and like you're doing and defend yourself. Uh you saying there will be only that will be no school destroyed. It was no school it, destroyed. And they both will my be put together and there be one school, you get a thirty-one million dollar school building. There, uh, but now, how many? There's two buildings sitting there right now, isn't it? It's two buildings, yes, sir. It's so, going to be three sir. buildings there? No, sir. So, what we're going to do is
1: W.W. Bushman is going to be, those kids going to go there and they're going to have a brand new school. The existing uh, Elijah MP building will be a pre K center.
0: A pre so K get, center?
1: Yes, sir. A pre K center for struggling parents or parents that cannot afford daycare. We're not trying to put daycares out of
0: business. But well, that's from, what it's doing. Uh, th- this whole thing with daycare and, uh, DISD is putting, we have to be honest about it. That is putting daycares out of business. And we, we have to be careful. Don't run into a problem because the after schoolers and different things will, will be in trouble if daycares are gone.
2: And
1: and you're asking, you you know the blight of some of our struggling members. If they can't afford, anyway, they're not going because they can't afford it. So we're not putting them out of business because they're not going because they can't afford it.
0: Most of our. Well, there, see, there are uh, uh, things in daycare that's free, like CCMS and different things like that. But uh, they won't get it if they're out of business. So, but I'm not going to squabble about the daycares, but that is putting a lot of daycares out of business. Yes, this is. I'm I'm
1: looking out for my community. If they're they're struggling, I'm supposed to help with economic equity.
0: Believe me, in your community, there are a lot of kids on CCMS. There are. That's right. And they don't pay anything. But if the daycare go out of existence, Mm -hmm. uh, the the daycare won't be there to pick them up like they have done in the past.
1: One is not going to put daycares out of business. Hmm. One pre-K center to help struggling parents economically. It's going
0: to be more than one. It's going to be all over oh, the no. ISD. Well, I, I,
1: I'm only I'm only confirming about district five and what we're doing. I cannot control any other trustees' yeah,
2: yeah. i can
1: only I can only give account for that that i have elected to. And yeah. What I have done is open my community. And this is what my community wants. I
0: did have a community meeting, and we're going to have several more community meetings. Well, uh, so I'm, I'm glad they're doing this. Airport. I'm glad. I'm glad that the, you've come on to explain your point, and uh, we will probably get some more on it. These airwaves are open. Well, Now, state. listen. These airport, uh, the, my uh, lines will be open to explain to people what's going on. You have your say, Miss Foreman will have her say, and y'all explain in detail what's going on. I'm too old for daycare. I know, daycare or anything else, I'm too old for that now, but I'm old enough to realize that people need to be knowledgeable of what's going on, so the phone line's are open to both of y'all, Okay.
1: And I would like to invite you to South Oak Cliff High School to do a walkthrough so you can see how beautiful the school is inside and outside. You
0: know outside. what? Have, you, know, have you, ever you, ever, you ever seen a coral snake? You ever seen a coral snake?
1: No, sir, but I would like to invite you. A coral snake, snake a is the
0: most beautiful thing you ever want to see. But guess what? He's the most deadly thing in Texas.
1: Invite the principal of
0: South Oak Cliff and talk on your, your, his uh, your school. Oh, I'll I invite, have have I, I'll in I'll invite him on, but. Now, are you saying there's no asbestos still left there? All the school have asbestos. I'm saying that's no, a not of all of them. Place. No, 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 uh, yes, no. These no, are that, old that, buildings. No. That, you come and walk with, do a through. You said older buildings? I'm glad you said that. Why didn't you demand a new building being put there for Safford Cliff?
1: We fought for a new building, and we demand a new building. I was not the trustee then. I was the organizer and activist in the community. The trustee at that time was Dr. Lou Blackburn, but the community fought and we, they offered us $7 million. We started at $7 million and keep it and no, no. like myself and the, the the community. Uh, look, the I don't want to
0: community. talk about that community because the community did, made a lot of mistakes because the, the reason why you got what you got was from trustees outside of your community. I know the whole story. Sure. All right, let me go. Uh, we got we got other callers waiting. I thank you for calling. And remember, the lines are open to you. All right? All right. Okay. Well, who do we have next?
2: All right. I have a call from Leon.
0: All right. Good morning, Leon.
2: Good morning, Ronette.
0: How are you this morning?
1: I'm doing great. Uh, I wanted to mention a couple of things. Uh, first of all, Casey talked about voting. And, uh... I've been in a, uh, early voting precinct for several days and these people on this north side are voting. Yeah. Uh, the, my precinct in the southern sectors, we have a thousand registered voters and we are lucky if we get 50. So mm-hmm. we need to, uh, tighten up our, you know, our obligation yeah. to vote.
2: We just uh, need to vote. vote.
1: Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. We need to vote. And that's and that's how these Republican legislatures can get in, can can get control of these state houses because uh, African Americans don't vote in the numbers that they should vote. No, that's just point blank.
0: They thought since Obama had won the election, uh, the Freedom Train was rolling, and they didn't have to right. vote no more. Right, and that's uh, that was a huge mistake.
1: Yes. and and I have this saying: uh, we're going to have to fight until we win, or until Jesus comes.
0: Even when we win a battle, we still must remain vigilant to protect that victory. That's one thing we haven't learned. Once we get a victory, fight to protect it, to keep it. Because they do. Right. Win or lose, they Um, keep fighting. They keep fighting. Yeah. And and, and
1: I, I have yet to see a video of a black law enforcement officer
0: shooting an unarmed person. Well see the thing about have, this I, I Yeah, in most cases, black policemen hardly ever shoot anybody. I wonder why. Why is it black officers rarely ever shoot anybody? You ever thought about that? Rarely well, I, is blacks have ever ever sure. prosecuted for well, uh, abuse of people of right. uh, different things. They're very polite to other people and to all people. Things like this just don't happen with black officers. I wonder about this. But whenever it's a shooting, you can almost, I hate to say it, summarize that it's whites killing blacks. Right. Always. Think about that. Sorry, I mean, it's as obvious as the nose on your face. I'm up against a short break, but I thank you for your call. Let's clear the line, 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. For
2: the true and good.
0: We are back. We are back. On Church Information in an Open Forum, I'm Marion Barnett, your host. All righty, who do we have next, Jason? We have a call from David. David? Good morning, David. How you doing, Brother Barnett? Fine. How are you, David? I was born and raised in a neighborhood
1: that was colored people's community. I mm-hmm. went to a mid that was colored people's high school and graduated from that. In mm-hmm. the Bible, you see where it says that there is a lack of knowledge for people. Lack like of knowledge means that you're ignorant. Mm-hmm. In 1970, you became an African American that's black and brown. That's the most ignorant race people that I have ever seen. It's 42 million of them now.
2: No, I that's <laughs> no
1: the no problem right now, is that we came out of the school system in a community that was all Negroes that was colored versus the black African American. You ain't been 51 years old,
2: but
1: so you didn't start calling yourself this after 1970. Mm-hmm. Now I have history, and I got the history on the black African American versus the Negro that was colored people and I was teaching to called you people. Now you're being educated by we the people.
0: Well, well me, Bob, look at it like this. You and I were educated by... Teachers that look like us, that cared about us, and knew we could learn and did everything to make sure we did learn, even if it meant beating us home in the evening telling our parents and that's what you mean. Give us another beating if we did if we acted up in that class and didn't learn. Uh it's a different world going on. Now, a lot of those rules that uh I Parents govern us under they are illegal today. But our children are not doing nearly as well as we did coming from those all black schools. It's just that simple. That's the
1: that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Nobody had that. But that's the your problem. You're a black African apparent. That's the biggest fool in the world. The Bible says that. <laughs> you look down for a nation of people. 51 years old now. I'm looking at what the Bible said and know that the Bible didn't tell a lie about it. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. I'm
2: mm-hmm. a 50-year-old man I'm looking at. It.
1: That's what our problem is. It's straight, man. out of who you who you are. Know, without knowing who you are. You ain't for black African Americans. Yeah.
2: That
0: ain't what you are. That's what you just became 51 years ago. It's a terrible history. All right. Okay. Thank you for your calling comment. The closure line 972-647-1893. Who do you have? Let's go to James. All right. Good morning, James.
1: Yes, sir. James in Tallahassee. Good morning. Love you. and Appreciate you.
2: Yes. How are you?
1: Yes, sir. Doing good. Mr. Wayne and I still work together hand in glove. But mm-hmm. Reverend Barnett, informed uh-huh. people make informed decisions. Mm-hmm. And uh I, I love our people. I love all people. And something that's going on when I was hearing the school board trustees talking, mm-hmm. if our people, listen at this. We all, whether you got children in school or not, you pay school taxes. But those people that have, those parents that have children in school, you need to go to these school board meetings and be informed and that way you would help Miss Foreman and the other preacher that's talking. And I hope that preacher that's on there on school board get all them other preachers and church folks involved and get everybody here touched up and help with Miss Foreman and help with him also. Yeah, that's right. And listen at this. They need to get on these campus committees and district-wide committees, and find out where those federal dollars are going. Because every time your child is at school, the school gets federal dollars for that child saying present. And make sure that those teachers are teaching your children instead of just doing them tax dollars. That's one thing with the school. The other thing, Reverend Bernadette, right quick, thank you for always letting me speak it, because I try to hear up and maybe one day be a guest again. But listen at this. Mm-hmm. On the police concern, we need to get involved, like Reverend Wright on the Police Review Commission, we need to check the Civil Service Commission and look at those police's A and G file. That's their personnel file and see what kind of history they have or what kind of work they have and you get rid of some of those racist killing people. And listen at this. In 2001, I worked with this committee. 2001, there's a bill called SB 1074. Please write it down. SB 1074 called Racial Profiling Prohibition Legislation in Texas. And also, Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson created a bill called the Hate Crime Bill and around that same time. If we go look this information up, what I'm talking about, or uh, if anybody want to meet with me, you, Reverend Wright, and Tony, and sort of like George Foreman, saying, let's meet up somewhere, Dr. Martin Luther King, Center or somewhere, and let's come together with this. And I've been saying this for a long time, but let's, let's really do meet and quit running out of mind talking. Treat the folks up there, church the folks. Decent white folks and all other folks, let's come together and stop this hate stuff that's going on out here. Reverend Barnett's been speaking and talking for years upon years. He can do other things, but he is sacrificing his life and time. Let's come together and meet over there. And like I said, the Martin Luther King Center somewhere, but let's quit talking so much and let's sit down and do something about this.
0: All righty. We well, thank you for your thank calling you call com- com- Uh huh. Stay in
1: touch with me and let me know so we can meet up and do that. Sure thing.
0: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the collision line 972-647-1893. Who do we have? We have a call from Red Ghost. All right. Good morning, uh, Red Ghost. Good morning, sir. This
1: is Red Ghost from Ghost Town of Oak Cliff. Okay. I like to uh, I like to make a comment on some of the, the things that's been talked about in the uh, community there.
2: No, uh-huh. uh,
1: it's it, it's amazing how uh, Lou Blackburn was on the city council. I mean, not on the city council, on the school, school board.
2: And, mm-hmm. didn't,
1: and didn't get anything done. And now mm-hmm. you see progress with somebody fighting to get something done, just like in our community in District 4, where they're wiping us out in District 4 with whatever city council person we get. It doesn't make a difference on what city council person we get. Those people are still on some kind of uh Dallas uh like you were saying, the, the toughest part of Dallas is the hidden things in Dallas to take a district. Mm-hmm. And we have not, we have not had no representation since a long time. It really like back in Leo Cheney. So, uh, NCFA Hagen groomed Diane Ragdale to go in the South Dallas to do what is done in those houses. Mm-hmm. And she is doing a good job over there. We have not had anybody in District 4. So I see where uh, this man is trying to do his job as far as what the community is asking. We have had community meetings, and we have invited our city council people to come to these meetings, and we never saw them. We never saw them. We found out they was at other meetings, other meetings, other meetings, other meetings. But Ghost Town is coming soon, Reverend Bonnet, and I had invited you. Well, I was going to invite you because I was putting a a little alumni uh, 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 studio for Mm KNON in our neighborhood there. But we mm-hmm. can't get you to come to just to be a part of my alumni. We are alumni.
0: No, I've never been here.
1: invited. I I, I talked to you and I told you about it because of this other stuff that came up with this ghost town. I was gonna invite you there when we opened up NWR League. I talked to you when we was at uh, we was looking at the uh at Moreland YMCA with that debate. And I talked to mm-hmm. you and I, I said, uh Rem Barnett, uh here this uh program is right here. So Everybody
2: you talked to me?
1: List. Yes, sir. Everybody's on this list, but there's no k and representation on this, well, on
0: this program. I'm sorry. You didn't talk to me. Uh, uh, do you know I, me when you see i
1: Sir, I ran the board for you. I ran the board for you under Surrender Rod. You did? k mm-hmm. yes, Well Mm-hmm. Well, I don't ever
0: Underwater. remember being invited to a meeting over there.
1: No, sir. Oh. Uh, uh, I, I, I said we had an award for you.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I gave I, gave, I, gave I a
0: trophy. I certainly would have been there for that. <laughs> yeah, because
1: uh, Curlway kept, kept the trophy because he got into trouble. He did not pass it down to Mrs. Long because we thought, in that community, we thought we was going forward with these programs that the city was giving us, and we was given a trophy for the leaders of that community. Curlway yeah, still has uh, that trophy. Well, she my
0: trophy's behind bars, you know.
1: Yes, sir, but that, but we, we're trying to do that. And everything that we did in that, I certainly would because
0: I'm interested in that community because it has so much potential. The station manager and I have talked about some plans for that community future that's coinciding exactly what you're talking about. So that's why I know I I wasn't in it. And, uh, that community could be one of the most prosperous, it's already one of the most beautiful communities in our city. The way it's laid out, oh, it's laid out, it's just spectacular. And the community we're talking about, for those who may not I know, is over there by Golden Gate Baptist Church in that area. Just imagine the potentials of that area, that those hills and different things, that could be, you can build upon right. it. it, it and, it's a very spectacular and, area.
1: And I've been looking at ever since they made it a ghost town. It was a beautiful neighborhood. Now mm-hmm. they want to take it and put it other people man, We got lights on our street now that's, that's better than downtown Dallas. You come down Dentley Drive. That's why I was going to give you the trophy. The award mm-hmm. is on Dentley Drive. I lucky.
0: sure wish I had known I never about
1: read it. Record. Are you are you still invited? It ain't it ain't over yet. You. You know, just, just let so me let you
0: know you when you're you having a meeting. Right. I'll be there.
1: Uh, it'll be announced on
0: the radio. Yes, All sir. right. I thank you, Reverend Barnett, but don't let yeah. the weasel weasel you. Okay. All right. Fine. Thank you. I clear the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Carolyn Arnold. All righty. Good morning, Councilwoman. Good morning. How Good morning. are you doing this morning?
3: Fine. Uh, <laughs> Quick announcement. Uh-huh. Number one, I want to remind everyone to remember to get to Good Street Baptist Church 3110 Bonnevue because we not only have the testing for COVID, but the interdenominational ministerial alliance has partnered with Good Street and, of course, the city of Dallas to make sure we have enough vaccines on site right. for our community. Now, All right. I also mm-hmm. to, I want to jump in real fast because it's a very good conversation this morning. Now, mm-hmm. the caller that just made the call, what I wanted to say is this. We keep hearing about what folks don't know and what they don't know. In this age of information, there's no reason for us not to know. Mm-hmm. But what the problem is, one of the problems is we're our biggest enemy because we continue to fight each other for nonsense. I call it black-on-black crime. Now, down mm-hmm. in the bottom, I have put in $1.5 million, the golden seed, Nonprofit to build houses in the bottom. That is a nonprofit with Golden Gate Church. Mm-hmm. I have put in, with the support of the council, $3.5 million in infrastructure in Denver and Moore Street. You have those lights, still gentleman just talked about, because we got money from the CARES Act to put in new lighting and internet connectivity as a pilot project to get started because more development is coming. Uh-huh. I have also put in a historic 10th Street, number one, with fifteen oh support, to stop the demolition of those houses in 10th Street. Now, if you own the property, you can demolish it. So we're uh-huh. stopping the enforcement and demolition of code-related demolition. So that's just a life threat. Now, the other piece is you put in $750,000 for historic 10th Street for renovation. And we have been working, and you talk about real community meetings. We have real community meetings. Mm-hmm. And we keep having the meetings because you get—we're right now we're virtual, so we keep having the meetings because we're trying to engage those who sincerely want our help. Right. We also, put in two hundred and fifty thousand dollars as legal assistance through Cadillac Law to help those same individuals and individuals throughout the city who have tangled titles. And they cannot have any home improvements or apply for grants because the high list tangles with the between brothers and sisters and family members. So we, we need to tell the story to be clear and thank you Reverend Brindett, for having this show where we can at least try to get the truth out. But we've got to stop shutting our community out by folks who are trying to get attention. We need to be very intentional about fighting for our community to do what George Foreman talked about this morning. Mm-hmm. And remember, there's always some type of hidden agenda when you got this fast-moving program and the people who live in the community are not in the conversation. And I have had to put people out of the conversation at the bottom because they don't live there. And the same thing we need to look at as we move forward with other schools when we shut our schools uh-huh. down. What is the agenda? Who didn't pay to shut us lab? So I want to make sure we can
0: start that right. conversation about that we can continue to look and pro And we'd be very surprised to find out what's really going on. All right. Thank you, Councilwoman. All right. it clear the line 972-647-1893. Who do we have next, Jason? We have a call from Dr. Edwards. All right. Dr. Drellbus Edwards, Edwards. Good morning, Doc. Hi, Reverend
1: Barnett. How are you doing this
0: morning? Fine, fine. How are you doing?
1: Good. I, I do apologize I get back with you this week i had yeah. my 70th
0: birthday and i got all twisted up man and didn't get it now get wait a minute up. you had a 70th birthday you're full ass wait uh, okay i live long who is that your buddy right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh-huh mm. well reverend barnett i i do appreciate what i you you made a
1: statement let me just say this. Uh, I, I, if you didn't know, uh, we we're opening a, a, a clinic there on in the uh, Glendale Shopping Center uh, and where we'll be open seven days a week. We'll have, have health care seven days a week.
0: Is uh, that right? Yes. And, and You're going to have like a clinic course. in uh, Glendale Shopping Center. That's what? Ann Arbor and uh, Marcellus? In
1: Ann Arbor. That's right. Right behind a uh, catfish floor. Uh-huh. And, uh, Look like I'm gonna get little Jessica back to town. She wants to come back to Dallas.
0: Uh huh. Really? That's yeah. your daughter experience. who's a doctor.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. so she, she, uh, said, Dad, I want to come back and help you do this where we can, we can teach the people how to live and, and, uh, with the health care. Um, the technology, let me, let me, you said something earlier, Reverend You said, that's a, that's a very rich, uh, neighborhood. That's a very rich community. And you know, uh, this, this is true because mm-hmm. on February the 12th, uh, of this year, this company called Signify, uh, went public and, uh, they said that their company is worth seven billion dollars. Now their concentration is in the Oak Cliff area. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've got, they've got, they go, uh, they're doing home visits. What I was doing 20 years ago when they ran me out of business, I'm mm-hmm. getting a renaissance. So this is my second time. Now, if they come back after me again with all these lies, is you know you won't need a George Floyd because I, they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to kill. You coming I'm, back I'm after? Not let, I'm not gonna. They are not mm-hmm. going to take my. They took my business in 2001, mm-hmm. and I let them go through all the FBI and their O I and all that kind of thing. I don't have no. I'm not going through my. Well, my had, had you I'm been
0: guilty of any of that stuff, man, you'd be under the jail. They sure. just wanted to I shut would, you down.
1: They just wanted to shut me down. So this, so this company, what they did is they did it under Operation Restore Trust with Bill Clinton uh-huh. to make it look like it was legitimate. Okay. But what they did is they knew that the technology was going to be where, like we're going to do on our website, you'll be able to go on my website and look up diabetes and what does it do and how does it make me sicker and how uh-huh. does it keep me, you know, so I, I with the technology now it's where I can I can actually monitor you from home. Mm-hmm. I can see it as, on my watch, or I can see it on my computer, and I can say, "Okay, Reverend Barnett, your heart rate is this, and so forth and so on." Mm-hmm. So the technology—they ran me out, thought I was dead. Now I'm coming back, but All time, right. I'm not going to take the I'm not going to take the, the, the bologna that they sent the last time. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay,
1: it won't be no baloney bologna uh, sandwich.
0: This is going to be great. You and your daughter running a clinic. In the black community, because. Seven days a week. Yeah. And that were, there were people that put, uh, medical facilities there in Oak Cliff to rent over $30. Doctors, black doctors, out of Oak Cliff. So, but well, y'all that's, coming that's back.
1: That's how you, that's how you force people to go to the big, uh, hospital like Parkland and Methodist. You, 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 you drive out the primary care doctors. Now, good yeah. health care system, all good health care systems, Usually have a, a primary care doctor for every thirty-five hundred uh, uh, citizens. So if you got a citizen for fifteen thousand, mm-hmm. you need about between three to five primary care. Yeah. We don't get that in our community. What we get is a is a big old uh, corporate. Uh, center, and, mm-hmm. you know, but that's not,
0: that's not, that, you don't get to, best out. No, cause you don't get to, that, you have to have know, your doctrine, doctor. yeah. That's call, mm-hmm. know
1: that you know, mm-hmm. follow your case, y'all be a relationship. But in our neighborhood, we need a corporate, yeah. uh, uh,
0: you know. It's and, gonna get think, better you know, now. Of town, yeah, yeah I'm up, it. Doc, I'm up against a, a break. Come on next week. Uh, I'm up against a short break and you can reach me at 9726471893 and i'll be right back we got about seven minutes left, and uh, we're going to please make your calls short. Please, please make a call. Uh, just bring them on. Just punch them on in. Uh, we we'll try to get, it, get you in as, as fast as possible. Somebody on? Yeah, we got Randy. All right. Good morning, Randy. Good
1: morning, Brother Barnett. I'll try to be
0: quick.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to call out all these people I know that are pretty sure that they still rebooked. Yourself, mm-hmm. Brother Barnett, Dr. Edwards, Fred goes Imanti, Meadie anybody else who still reads the book. A gentleman mm-hmm. put a book out last year. His name is Charles W. Blow. He's a, a very good author. He's written for the New York Times. And the name of the book is The Devil You Know. we will repeat that. The <laughs> Devil You Know. Yeah. So I'm asking some of you guys to read. Please get this book and read it because... We all the time talking about how the people in power have a plan 20, 30, 50 years out. Mm -hmm. This guy's explaining that there's seven states across the South, not including Texas and Florida, but there's seven states, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, and Delaware, that the majority, a large majority of population is black American.
2: Mm -hmm. And if
1: they make a move now, young black Americans across the nation move to those inner and larger cities in those nine states, in the next 10 to 20 years, they will have the ability through population because these nine states are already heavily populated with the black Americans. Yeah. And they will be suggesting move to these states and take over the political system in those states and the black American will have more power federally, if they will do that. So I'm hoping some of you guys will pick this book up. He's not really talking to the young, upcoming black Americans because those old guys are already set where we're set.
0: Uh, What's the name of that book again? The Devil You Know. The Devil You Know by who? Charles
1: W. Blow. B-L-O-W. Charles W. Blow. The Devil. Mm-hmm. It's about racism and control of your life in America. Now hang on with somebody
0: else. All right, thank you. All right, that clears the line. 972-647-1893. This is James. All righty. Good morning, James.
1: Good morning, Dr.
0: Burnett.
1: James, mm-hmm. the Evangelist Temple Church of God in Christ, we have free food to give away. We have milk, chocolate milk, and sweet milk. 2627
0: dollars Street. 2627 Doris. You have free food to give away? Yes, sir. And you are Reverend, uh. No, I'm Brother James. Brother James. All right. What time will this begin? Start at 9 o'clock. It started? It's going to start at 9 o'clock? Yes, Uh, sir. It's less than a quarter till 9 now. And, uh, that'll be fine. That'll be fantastic. Free food. Again, give the name of the church.
1: Evangelist Temple, Church of God in Christ. All right. Twenty-six, twenty-seven
0: dollars Twenty-six, twenty-seven dollars That's yes, down sir. off of Bear Street, isn't it?
1: Yes, sir. Right uh, behind H.S. Thomas.
0: Okay. All right. You, you heard it here. All right. Please go on out there and get that free food and every, everything that they're giving away. All righty. That uh, closes the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jesus. We have a call from Todd. Todd, all righty. Good morning, Todd.
1: Yes, good morning, Reverend Barnett. How you doing, sir?
0: Fine. How are you, Todd?
1: I'm doing good.
0: How am I sounding? I'm sounding good? Yeah, you're sounding good.
1: All right, all right. I've been in your church a couple of times, and shout out to uh, Greg Barnett. If it wasn't for you guys... I work at a company. Hang on. I'm, I don't know if I should put this company out there, but it was for the SAT job search. What is it called? Job? SAT?
0: Yes, yes. Greg Barber, presents that on this show.
1: Mr. Mr. Imani. Shouts out to Mr. Imani. Mm-hmm. I've been, working, I've been working three years at this job because of the SAT job line, so I'm going to make a pledge. Uh, and and out Everybody who's listening, I'm going to make a pledge because if it wasn't for the SAT jobs search, I wouldn't have had this job that I had. And I've been having Wonderful. it for like three years, and it's all to the good.
0: Right? hmm mm-hmm. And you're going to make a pledge because of our job line by Greg Barber, right?
1: Well... Because of you and and the thing about it is what you call uh, they say when you pay it forward. So if it wasn't for what y'all did, then I wouldn't have a job that I had. Mm-hmm. So I gotta pay that back. So it's all right. We certainly appreciate
0: money.
1: it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. And then another thing, that stock market, Mister Imani talks about uh, power dynamics, but that stock market, I think that might be an answer to. A lot of our prayers. hmm Let's get in that stock market, day trading, Terry ezioma Uh she's a member of Concord Church, Terry ezioma
2: hmm
1: Shout out to her. That's about that uh the the, 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 the NASDAQ. Mm-hmm. The uh S and P foundation. How can we get involved in that education?
0: You see, Go ahead. That's uh, a that's that's not at uh Concord, you say this, uh, this lady, or what was her name?
1: Uh, Terry, C-E-R-I, e- and then I-J-E-O-M-A, Terry Ijeoma, or Idioma.
0: Oh, okay. She, she, Wait, did she, she, she go to Concord, say?
1: Yes, sir, yes, sir. She's, uh, ordained I minister. suggest calling her because
0: I'm completely... Out of time now here on the show. We run out of time. Yeah. Next time, call earlier while we can really have time to communicate. But I thank you for calling. I thank all of you for calling and listening. And uh, y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week. Hope to see you on the radio in the morning. No, I mean on the internet. At 9.30 tomorrow morning. Marion Barnett Sr. 9.30 tomorrow morning. On Facebook. We'll see you there. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.